can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Of um, in the space of half an hour, uh, the most remarkable thing happened at this podcast. We had Dr. Ben Fordham, MD, managing Don on the line from Sydney. Suddenly, the great Rex Hunt rolled up in his car, walked in. I think he swore at Ben, or he swore with him. Uh, don't know what he was talking about. And then the chicken. No, hang on, hang on. He's driven around the block. You've got to yes. add to the story. Rex got in the black SUV, yep. has driven around the block. Yes. He's now come back. He's outside entertaining yes, Ivan and uh, Fiona. Yes, Fiona's gone out down. And I just had a good chat with him. And the chicken's and here and the chicken called in uh, to speak to the doc. The doc, <laughs> his, the doc's eyes were going around like Catherine wheels. He didn't know who we were going to put on next. Uh, uh, we've got Mick Christian, who I was going to say the doc had, um, he said the doc's got a very nice slow voice. I was going to mention <laughs> that, but didn't get a chance to blow wind up his coit. Uh, the chicken's here, and Rex is out there. God knows if he walks in again what happens. Uh, but um, He's coming in to have a coffee going. with me, he said. It's what? He's coming in to have a coffee with me, he said. Well, that'll be interesting, because we don't yeah. have coffee here. You'll have to take him down <laughs> oh, the street. Oh, that's great. Now we blame me for that. Yeah. Get in the car with him, see how that goes. Ah, uh, that's not going to happen. Park. Um, now, um, so here we are. So now, so this is so we've. Uh, hang on, I'd like to know why Ricky's in here. Rick, are we plugging anything? Well, no. Rex, Rex uh, said, "Can we catch up?" And I had him on tracker, and I followed his car, and his car was tracker. here. You had him on tracker. That's yeah, sneaky little tracker? boy. Oh yeah, don't you know how that works? Oh, are you I know where you go every second of your life uh, with Do the marbles. Tracker. Yeah. Can you track me? Yep. If your phone's on location services, you can. Really? You can track anyone. Yeah. Get, I'm getting it off location services immediately. <laughs> How do you get it off location services? Well, you've got to go so to settings. I've got the, got the uh, technician here yeah. just fixing that right now. Now, can uh, I give some shout-outs? Yeah, you can. And Mick Christian's here. Uh, yep. We've got to crank up things, sales. You can't keep up with them, Mick. You can't said the hats and the yeah. T-shirts and the stubby holders. Are, how many times have you had to re... Uh, Reorder and re have them re reprocessed. Stubby holders so far, yes. Stubby holders. Now I've got a shout out too from a, a Jennifer. She a late contact Jennifer Urada from Canton, Georgia, in the United States. Sam and she wanted to draw your attention to the um, referendum. Referendum. Ref, referendum. The voice. To, the voice. Yes. To say. Um, to ask people to use a biro when they write no. Not a pencil. Why? Because they can erase it. it. They can fudge the the vote. Mm. Use a pencil for yes, do you, Mick? (laughs) I didn't didn't ask that No, they can fudge the vote. Yes, that's it. Yeah, very good point. Yes. And you can get a rubber out. A what? A rubber. Ooh. That's what do you mean a rubber? Well, well, I, would, it's called, I wouldn't do We that used to call them rubbers. They yeah, well, I call them contraceptives. <laughs> yes, in the I, back know, of the I know. But we used to call them rubbers at school. But they're erasers, aren't they? And in the what? back of the Tirana. Yeah, what? put a rubber on. Hang on. What are <laughs> we talking about? Do you know what the knob on the end of a condom's for? <laughs> you know what the knob on the end of a condom's to stand on <laughs> to get it off. You can get it off. <laughs> mm. Now. Um, 
so so you take a rubber along to the vote? No, you take rubber. a biro along. You take a biro. Yes, that's what you Jennifer made a hat for me. It's got no on it. We're going to show that in yes, a minute. Yes, we will do that. So the shout out. What did the last cap with Don's signature, Ivan's, the doctor's? Mine and Rex's. What did that go for? Five hundred dollars. Rex's signature shortly will be worth five million dollars. Five million dollars. The way five million it'll be worth. Why? Because uh, Nick Monaghan from Ogan. What? Do you think he's not capable in the future of signing? He could be. He could be anywhere on the planet. He mightn't be able to be tracked down. Go on. You're so what are we up to? Five hundred. Five hundred dollars, Sam. Yes. Yeah. Nick Monaghan from Ogan. Monaghan from Owen. Is that it? That's all that's the hat's it. gone? That's all the hat's gone, yes. Well, it's been quite a good exercise, hasn't it, Mick? It has been very good. And Thank w- you very and much. And if they want to buy the time. T-shirts with the You Cannot Be Serious yes, on them. and uh, we're looking at doing the polo shirt soon. <laughs> Are we? Yeah, we'll do And that. the caps, uh, You Cannot and Be Serious caps. Well, it's going uh, great. And a wife beater too, Sam. A what? A wife beater singlet. Hmm. Oh. A wife beater. I know it's politically incorrect to say it, asked, uh, but it's, that, uh, you know, they just, they're called wife beaters. I know it shouldn't say it, but it is. Now, Ooh. Don, um, um, do you think you'll be going to this? Well, uh, Gil McLaughlin apparently is having an 800 guest farewell for him for the AFL. What do you think Gil McLaughlin would hang his hat on at the AFL? What's he done that's uh, been uh, memorable? He's fucked up the finals in Perth. He fucked what do you, up. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! What do you mean he? Fucked well, they up went the over to Perth the finals. Now that was the he COVID stuffed thing up you're the Adam about. Goods thing by telling him not to boo Adam Goods. He fined us for uh, the William uh, yeah, Winmar fraud. That's the that greatest one. fraud of all time. Yeah, you yeah. wonder why we're against him. He fucked up the Clark, Clark Fagan bullshit at Hawthorne by not stepping in. He's signalled that the no, AFL. No, I think the Hawthorne thing is a little <laughs> bit different. I wouldn't he's be blaming signaled him. He tipped the AFL, AFL in for no, for without any consultation to vote yes for the uh, referendum. No, 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 that's gone cold now. He tried to, but I think the clubs or somebody, somebody yeah, at the gone AFL cold have now advised better, and I think yes. the AFL are taking a neutral stance. Yes, it at has the now because someone has ramped up and said, "No, you can't make these arbitrary decisions on our behalf." That's exactly. I think my the point. worst thing, the worst thing. And the worst thing he's done is ring you on the Monday or the Monday or the Tuesday before we had Michael Warner on our show yep. on the Wednesday, offering his condolences for the passing of Amanda, which was six weeks earlier, and also wanting to catch up for a cup of coffee. Have you had that cup of coffee? No, and how, 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 how likely is that to happen? I tell you, I don't care what happens uh, to that man or whatever, he will stand condemned for the most, the most outrageous pandering and slobbering suck-up to what he thinks is virtuous by taking you, me and Sheehan to an arbitration about daring to discuss what Nicky Winmar lifted his jumper for, which we all agreed that Winmar said he did it for whatever reason, we agreed with that and he went on with us and we got charged. I'll never forgive him for that because he was just thrown through us under the bus for his own short-term white privilege advantage and he should stand condemned and he's been a disgrace to the competition and he's been unworthy to lead it. I think That's you're only little, my opinion. I think you're a little 
strong in some of those things, but oh yeah. Well, what do you disagree on? Well, as far as leading the competition, yeah. What's your, how hard would it be to lead it's this competition? It's not hard because it is a monopoly. Yep. Uh, there is no competition. I don't. They don't pay tax on profit. So, uh, what eight hundred people going to his farewell? Like to see you going to wax lyrical about him. Who do you think that'd be? All the people he's. Um, yeah. Eight yeah. hundred. You couldn't have eight. Oh well, I know. I, I know someone who was asked. And they're one go, of eight, and they think it's eight hundred. Well, they said, "Would you like to be one of 800? Oh, God. oh, you'd be interested to know who it was that was asked who said they weren't going. You sorry? would be very interested to know. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You would be interested to know who was asked, who I was speaking to, and who said that they, he was asked, but they're not going. Right. But I'm not, now. Well, can you'll I tell me off here? Can I uh, now? I know. Uh, can I give a, a shout out? Uh, yes. I've been trying for three sessions. I was having. Well, you were eating for most of them, and I was eating this particular day too down at the Tyab Bakery. And Anthony Williams came in. You bring this up every other week about the Tyab Bakery. I do not. I have never eaten there before. It's about better than the roads and the potholes, and yeah, that's right. Well, the signs are still there on that, uh, and get on with it. It takes three. It's been there for three weeks. The signage is Rex still out the front? He's gone upstairs. Is he? And the, Jesus. And Anthony, Anthony came up to me and he said, how do you put up with Sam? Yep. Well, why don't you answer, Anthony? How do you? Well, obviously... You're Go on. Obviously it resonates with Sam, your Don, attitude. Don, answer, Anthony. How do you put up with me? I do. Oh, that's a good answer. Now, I was at... Now Maybe I'll, I'll have keep to, your brain sharp. I was at a meeting... At, gee, here we go, I'm going to try and pronounce this, Bunjil, Bunjil Bagora. Bunjil Bagora, I was waiting in the dark to be admitted into a meeting. Bunjil Gubador. I've never heard of that. Where's Bunjil Bagora. What is that, that Colac or something? Is that the Aboriginal oh. name for something? Well, I think it's an Aboriginal name. For what? what? For Waverley Park. Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And that's your club. Your club, who is run by that boy who wouldn't come on and be interviewed by us, has sent you an invitation. It's got three paragraphs about the Aboriginal ancestry and what we should do for it and what we should... And it's got all the flags on the back except the Hawthorne one. But anyway, I was standing in the dark waiting to be admitted. To Bunjil Bagora. Paul Ansel recognised me. How he recognised me, I think it was because my... Skin colour was white and I was trying to hide in the dark. Did he make the condoms? He barracks for con- <laughs> barracks for Collingwood. He's a magpie. He Ansel he, condoms. Did he brought the rubbers. He, he can get the rib condoms. If you turn them inside out, you got all the action. Go on, Don. So Paul's responsible for him, is he? Did I tell you this bloke bought some uh, food-flavoured condoms? And he said to his missus uh, in bed, he said, I've bought some food-flavoured condoms. And she dived down under the covers and started to go down on him. Oh, excuse well, me. Well, I started to get... Sorry, sorry. I started to give oral sex. And she came back up after a while, licking her lips, and she said, is that the onion and garlic flavour? He said, I don't know. I've left them at work. <laughs> go on, Don. Go on. Yeah. Ansel, is he the man that makes the condoms? Go ahead. Didn't he fly planes? Bob Ansel? Bob Ansel, you idiot. 
That's that's uh, Mr. Joyce and Mr. Joyce. He oversaw the. He was a dancer the when they went broke. Go on, Don. Who else are you saying hello to? Now, can I ask you this a serious question, Mick? What are you going to say? No, I was just going to slip a blue joke in, but anyway. No, no, no. no you're you're right, Mick. You just you're doing well today. You're doing well. I know well. people will say. I know people will say to me, particularly when they hear this, and they'll say, "Oh, well, you would say that." I just want you to think about this, Louis Rubiales, who was the head of the Spanish ladies soccer team, kissed Jenny. Hamosa. Yeah, I saw all that. Hang on, I'm just... He, he kissed her on the lips. Yeah, I saw all that. And he... A furor has broken... That's right. ...because they've charged him with sexual harassment yes. and coercion. And I saw it, and I have not changed my opinion. Do you think, Don, I don't know... I, this is the beauty of not speaking about things before we go to air. I don't know what your opinion is, but if I could say, if Lewis... In the excitement of winning the World Cup for women, he just, if, he, if he's a heterosexual or whatever, and he genuinely, as emotionally kissed her on the lips and she took exception, could she just say, that's out of order, Lewis, back off, unless there's something else going on that he's been doing over well, the years. she didn't resist when he did it. She put her hand on his hip and I think pressure has come to bear and now she's, he's... She's changed her thing. Now, the other thing with kissing, when I was growing up, you used to kiss people on the lips. But over the years, it's developed into what I call the Turak kiss, the insincere kiss, which is like the know, air cheek kiss. to cheek. Yeah. It's a load of bullshit. What's that got to do with Louis Brialis kissing her on the lips? Well, that's how, how you used to kiss. How like, when I was asked, younger, that's how you used to How could kiss. he be asked to resign and be charged with sexual harassment and coercion after they've just won the biggest trophy of all of them together, she surely could say, hey, mate, I don't appreciate that. Please don't well, do that couldn't again. Couldn't she resist? Oh, well, she's not going to make a scene on the world stage. Well, she's making one now. And there must be now. something in it because he's it's resigned a, it's a no, no, he's taking a civil action against no, but, him but, now. But, but, Ivan, we know all that, mate. Why has, she, why has he resigned? Because the pressure. The, the pressure of people saying... Because even the men's team... Are refusing oh, but to do it because it's woke. just the woke. It's I'm everywhere. saying to you, why wouldn't someone say to her or him, why wouldn't he say, Hey, listen, <coughs> I didn't mean anything by it? And if you take offense, he probably did say that, unless there's something else, unless he's done it before. I don't know, but it mm. just seems such bullshit. Uh, I'm, I t- yep, uh, unless he's done it before. Yep. What do you mean, unless he's done it before? Well, unless he's well, if got there's a, a bit of a pattern doing something. Happening. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, so I listened to the football, Don. I listened, I watched the football. They're pretty ordinary games except for the Brisbane one. I listened to the football and our friend who just came in here and has just breezed in and out, Rex Hunt, I listened to the here. football on radio. How bland and boring was the call? I don't know. Uh, they just say, oh, the ball comes down, a Scott gets it, it's gone to Newman, could be over the line, out of bounds, umpires... Rex, at least, in two decades of football, made the most boring game sound fantastic. It's he was not a boring game. What? It is not a boring game. He made, he made <coughs> a boring game sound fantastic, but Don. And he uh, also wh- called every player's name, so <coughs> every player. You know, today you get a 
game of footy. And you and so turning he, around asking some. So who okay, was that? Who was that? It's a very know? good point, Mick. So here's the thing. So when you're listening to a broadcast on the radio, and it says. Uh, Scott gets the ball out to Christian, Christian gets it to Newman, Newman back to Scott. Would you like to know who Scott and Christian and Newman play for? Why don't they get that over to Hawthorne, Scott, who kicks it to... If you've been to... I went to and witnessed the first time for 22 years. Very hard game to call now because it's just like a rugby pack and who's got the ball? There's shorthand balls. You don't know who it's going to. Who's got the ball and what team do they play for? Yes, but it's it's very hard to differentiate what's doing what and who's doing what the way it is so congested. Once upon a time it was open, you had a time to reflect or take a pause and say, oh, this is going to happen, or you could anticipate as a commentator as to what was happening. Nowadays, no. So... It is the game at fault. Yeah, that's right, but you can still make it exciting. At least that man, I don't know where he is. Is he still in the building, in the house? He uh, could, um, uh, you know, umpire Darren Gold. You know, he'd get right into it, Don. He did. Uh, Rex, old Rexy, where is he? I thought he was behind me. That's Ricky. Where is Rex? Is he upstairs? Rex is, uh, yeah, he's giving a tea, a cup of tea upstairs. <laughs> Don, so uh, this is uh, just, it's been a... It's uh, a boring it's life. It's been a bit of a c- conclusion to a... What are you doing, Mick? Oh. Jesus. Uh, it's been a v- just a conclusion <laughs> to one of the most frantic and hectic oh days I've ever seen. Where the, the, oh, holy mackerel. Um, we, uh, suffice to say that the, the, the stubby holders and the shirts, Mick, and the um, hats... The you cannot be serious hats. How can you keep up with ordering? There must be an embargo on how many you can order shortly, surely, can't you? Because they're, they're flying out, aren't they? They're flying out, Sam, yes. That's Don't sound well, so sincere, Mick. People want to buy them at the grand final breakfast. That's what I've heard. Yeah, what's Mick? Uh, well, Mick will, I'll get Mick there and we'll, no, we'll sell, um, we'll sell uh, them there. Chicken. What's happening at the grand final breakfast? This is probably why you came in. What's happening? At the, we might get you along, Don. Well, we're, we're trying well, our listen, hardest to get Don listen, to the grand final breakfast. Where is it at? Well, go the on. The Pier chicken. Hotel in Port Melbourne, around why the corner. Why would I go there? Why would I go there? Well, they I'll had been until someone reneged well, on a who, table. What's the entertainment? Saying he double booked. Huh? So don't talk got over him. What tickets. did you say, Chicken? I just said it was sold out, but then someone reneged on a table. You know, the old story of, oh, Chicken, I forgot I had another event on that day. It's like, oh, please. Oh, yeah, and you'll be selling the yeah. tickets three well, times someone over. Just, someone you'll, just be, uh, you'll have them out on the road. You would have yeah. sold the tickets three times over. Well, Rex Hunt wants one. <laughs> and who's the entertainment? Rex Hunt. No, Sam Newman and Dane Swan, Wayne Carey might be popping in, and, and uh, Doug Chappell, the comedian, and, and you and, will be. and myself. No, I won't. And yeah, Don. I'll tell you why you will be. Why? Yeah. I'll tell you after off air. Um, I'll tell you off air. So, um, all right, and we can. I'm sell not going to be bribed. You probably will be. No, I won't be. Uh, we can sell the hats and the stubby holders, and we can give trips on the boat. Mick, if they're if they're walking out like you say they are, you'd be able to reduce the cost, wouldn't you? And what would you do? That for? Why? Yeah, well, I, I why think you got to be. Soul, I think you got to be fair. Why sell your soul? Yeah. I think you've got to be fair. We should take a lead from the state government, the way they're trying to uh, make everybody equal. And Now, I don't want to be uh, ungracious, Mick, but you brought a book in uh, called Harder Than Football about uh, wartime footballers who've played. It's that thick you could, you could jack your car up with it. Uh, you open it up and it's got eight million names of people who have played football, all in alphabetical order. What is the point of that book? 
sent in by a listener to uh, to give to Don to have a look at it. Will you uh, be reading that, Don? Have a look. I've at read it. some of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great. Well, book. well, it's only it's only just list of, of people who played uh, football. Footballers who played during the wars. All the wars. So they played during the wars. <laughs> during the various wars, World <laughs> War One, right through. It's a lot of footballers. It, it is. Yeah. You, you are now, right, Don. Ricky. Don, I tell you. Pages. Now, here's here. I'm going to put you on the spot here. We're going after this in about half an hour to a AFL Life Members Dinner Lunch, are we? Or what is it called? Yes, Life Members Lunch at uh, John Nichols asked us John to go. Nichols. I want to ask you this: If we get there and they do Welcome to Country, <laughs> oh no, no, I'm <laughs> ser- no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> hey, if we, I'm hungry. I'm not walking out. I'm hungry. Would you stand up and say, with great respect, could we welcome everyone in the room and could you not lay this on us? We are all here, we're all Australians, and please stop patronising us. Would you, would you do that? Are you taking Chrissy Swan with you? <coughs> no need to cough. You Just give me a you, yes or no. You, you, I'm not going to ask you what information you got about. Anyhow, <laughs> I, I was only responding to... Her being gratuitously, gratuitously after clickbait, mentioning my name, and then knowing that I would be asked about it and respond, and this will probably go on and on and on. Um, uh, Anyway, you're relevant. You're you're still relevant, which is important. You're still relevant, which is important. Oh, is it, Don? For you, it is. Did you hear me about going to the lunch, the AFL lunch? Do you think we'll be welcome to country there at the AFL at Marvel Stadium? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, that I'll along. take a bet on. Uh, I think because the gentlemen are older, they're baby boomers, and yep. before the baby boomers, yep. and I believe that this upcoming referendum is the baby boomer, baby boomers versus the rest. Yep, and it won't get up. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't agree. Well, with I you. don't know. I don't I, think, agree. I don't know about the numbers. The baby boomers. Some of them are kick the bucket. Don't you agree? Oh, it's, not, it's not driven by the baby boomers. So Sorry, not, it's not driven by the baby. The boomers. social elites. It's driven by the people. No, no. I'm the ones who are kicking up. Ricky are the baby boomers. Yeah, and uh, you know, whereas the younger people are. Especially in Victoria, right. they're pro-voice. Well, yesterday in Port Melbourne, outside Damn, Coles, gotta, they had the you. yes people giving out pamphlets please. and everything. Every person who walked past, every time I did, which I go to Coles about 20 times a day. What do you go to Coles 20 times a day, Because I live across the road. And, and what do you buy each time you go across, Ricky? I buy Fanta sometimes. Sometimes uh, uh, I buy Cheezels. Are you right? Other time Why wouldn't you just like go Adrian in and Nelson. save yourself and do something productive for the rest of the time because you're wasting a lot of time? It's called exercise. Don. Um, Ricky, what did you say about the pamphlets which Don... They were handing out yes pamphlets and not once did anyone grab one and go, yeah, I'm getting behind. And the amount of people who walked past them and said, no, 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 piss off, I don't want to get in, you know, just get out of our cars. You don't have to be rude and say piss, no, I'm not saying this to you, but to just say no, thank you, I'm voting The greatest waste of taxpayers' money. Now go on, Mick, please. I've got to tell you about Bruce who got... uh, Got home from the Mardi Gras. Here we go. This is uh, this is the final blue with, part with, of With a sore bum, Sam. Go on, Mick, please. He thought he'd better go off to the doctor. So he goes off to the doctor, he goes, and he says to the doctor, he said, you might want to refer me to a proctologist for uh, for what I've got here. And he said, what seems to be the problem? He said, I've got a sore bum, doctor. And he said, well, round behind the curtain and drop your tweeds, he said. And so Bruce nicks around here and drops his tweeds. He comes back and he 
doctor says, now where is the sore? He said, well, he said, right there, right in the middle. He said, right at the entrance. <laughs> and he said, well, there's the, there's the problem solved. He said, so long as you keep calling it the entrance, that problem, it's going to be sore for a long time. <laughs> Sorry. Mick, I tell you, Sorry. the first secret to telling a joke is don't laugh at <laughs> your, your own, own material, <laughs> particularly before you get the punchline out. Now, we can delete it. Why don't you tell it again? I'll just hang on. I'll delete it. So, now, Mick, have you got anything? Hang on just a minute. Yes, hang on just one? a minute. Right. Now, Mick, <laughs> yeah. just before we finish, have you, you got anything? You haven't seriously deleted that. Uh, hang <laughs> on, mate. Don't. I've deleted if I say I've deleted it, people will know I've deleted something. I'm get, start again. Ask, tell, Mick, what have you got as we leave? I said, I've got to tell you about Bruce, who got home from the Mardi Gras with a sore bum. Go on! <laughs> He's laughing, not me. Well, I'm laughing. So off to the doctor he goes, and he says to the doctor, he said, look, you might have to refer me to a proctologist with this, he said, because I've got a very sore bum. The, Go on. <laughs> Fucking he can't spit it out. <laughs> this extraordinary. Humor. And the doctor says, around the curtain and drop the tweeds, he said, and he uh, comes up and he said, Now Bruce, he said, Where does it happen to be where does it happen to be sore? And he Bruce said, Right in the middle there, right at the entrance. And he said that he said, Well there it is, he said, problem solved. <laughs> Mick for God's sake, man. Don't <laughs> look. Stop, 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 stop. Yep, okay. Now, I'm, now, just... Why don't you read it out? I'm, I'm going to re- You read it out. I think Don, you do a better no job. No, no, we've deleted two of these. I'm going to get this finally. If he can not laugh... No, he will. Line. You do it. I'm, I'm fuck, I don't even know the joke. I can't he's, even... He's he doesn't there. finish it. Hang on, just a minute. Don't speak. Head. Just a minute. Right. That's that's deleted. Now, Mick, as Sam. as as you leave us, um, yes. have you got anything else on your mind? I just got um, Bruce. He gets back from the Mardi Gras with us, and he's got a sore bum. So Who was this, Bruce? Shut Bruce. up, Don. Bruce. Bruce. Okay. And so off to the doctor he trots, and uh, he says to the doctor, he said, "You may want to refer me to a proctologist because the pro." <laughs> Come on, Mick, fuck you. No. And he said, what seems to be the problem? He said, I've got a sore bum. He said, well, he said, around behind the curtain and drop the tweeds and come around here. And he said, said, now where does it happen to be sore? And he said, right here, Doc. He said, right in the middle, right at the entrance. And he said, well, there's the problem solved. He said, so long as you're calling at the entrance, you're going to have a sore bum for a long time. Just crazy about you, babe